The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. To the next levels, the new levels, the promotion and the increase you've ordained for us individually and collectively. Have your way in this place, we pray, oh God. In Jesus' mighty name. And the people of God shouted a loud amen. Hallelujah. All right, welcome your neighbor to your left, to your right. You can be seated in God's presence. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Can we celebrate um, HOP and the dance group expressions? Of course, the instrumentalists, the musicians. I was seeing a lot of things that were shocking me this morning. I saw they gave Mr. Bimbo a microphone. So I thought he was going to sing, but I didn't hear anything. So maybe that's just a fizzy shock or something. I don't know. Glory be to God. Is somebody being blessed today? Are you being shocked? Is this a very good atmosphere to be in? Would you like us to do the service like this another time? Or we should continue doing service like this every Sunday? See, the problem with that is after a while, this one will not shock you anymore. Then we have to do something else. <laughs> Praise God. And while it's okay that from time to time we adjust things in the natural and the physical to get that shock or get that therapy or get that awakening that we all sometimes need, um, the best way for you to live is to know how to create a shock in your system spiritually. How, how to create a shock in your system. Glory be to God. Go back to Ephesians 5 again. We read the scripture the other day. I think we'll start from there this morning. Again, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 14. Therefore he says, awake you who sleep. Arise from the dead. Arise from sickness, arise from failure, arise from poverty, arise from every negative walk of the devil. It may be in your life, it may be around your life, but it's not the will of God for you. You need to arise from it. Somebody shout, I arise. Isaiah 60 says, arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. There is darkness all around the earth, all around you. Gross darkness all around the people. But you don't have to settle in the darkness. You don't have to live in the darkness. Death may have come to your doorstep or your domot, whichever one you prefer. Any shade of it. Death there doesn't refer to just physical death. It can be poverty, it can be sickness, it can be fear, it can be worry. It may be right there staring you in the face. 
And you know, when we talk about shock, there are actually two kinds of shock. There is negative shock. There is positive shock. Something can actually happen. Something very frightening, something very scary, something from the realm of darkness or the realm of the dead, and it will shock you. It will paralyze you. I don't know whether you've ever had that kind of experience before. In the same way, something can actually happen, and this is what we are trusting God for in a service like this, that will wake you up. I don't know whether you watch medical dramas on TV. I've never experienced it live. I don't work in the hospital, but at least I can see it on TV, where somebody's heart will fail, and the person is dying or even dead, and the flat line has already started beeping, it's already showing. Then the doctors will bring this magnetic things, and they will shock them. Will shock them, just pass electricity through their system. And many times, or sometimes, I don't know the ratio, the heart will kick back to life again. Something that was dead or was dying, just because of a shock, it can bring it back to life again. That's what this scripture is saying here. But it's not talking about the shock the doctor can give, it's talking about the shock. Look at what it says. Awake from your sleep, arise from dead, and Christ will give you light. The, the light that it brings into your system will shock you and it will wake you up. It can shock you and wake up your finances. Glory be to God. Maybe death has surrounded you financially. But through a shock that the Spirit of God or God or the Lord Jesus, it says Christ there, and we need to understand anytime we read scriptures like this today in the New Testament, whether it is God, they said, or whether it is Christ, they said, or whether it is Jehovah Jireh, they said, or whether it's Jehovah Shammah, that said, today, to you and I, it is referring to the Holy Ghost. We are living in the dispensation of the Holy Ghost. And everything the Father does, or Christ does, and if you really break down the word Christ, it's not Jesus' last name like we teach often here in church. So it's not Jesus Christ as in Tunde Akeyemi. No. It is Jesus the Christ, the Christos, the anointed one and his anointing. So really, when he says Christ will give you light, there he's saying the anointing that Christ carried will give you light. What is the anointing or who is the anointing that Christ carried? The Holy Spirit. Jesus was like any other person. Well, not exactly any other person. But he didn't really stand out to everyone for the first 30 years of his life. Apart from his mother or maybe people that are closely related to him, he didn't really look too different until the Holy Spirit came upon him at the baptism of John. You read the story in Luke chapter 3 and Luke chapter 4. And it was from that experience when he came to the baptism of John and was baptized by the Holy Ghost that the heavens opened. The Bible said, the Spirit of the Lord descended on him like a dove. God spoke, this is my beloved son, hear ye him. That spirit drove him into the wilderness to go and fast and pray and be tempted of devil for 40 days and 40 nights. And he returned in the power of the spirit and he began to teach in their synagogue. Before that encounter, he used to read the scriptures in the synagogue. The Bible thought it was his custom. 
But nothing dramatic or special happened. However, after the shock therapy of the Holy Ghost came upon him, somebody say shock therapy of the Holy Ghost. That's what you are looking for. After it came upon him, Luke chapter 3, Luke chapter 4, everything about his life, and particularly his ministry changed. May that be your testimony this season going forward. Uh, you're not shouting amen like you hear what I'm saying. Glory be to God. Arise, you that you are sleeping in death. That darkness seems to be swallowing up your life and your existence. It does not have to. Can I announce boldly to everybody that cares to listen this morning? You don't have to live in sin. You don't have to live in sickness. You don't have to live in poverty. You don't have to live in shame. You don't have to live in death. You don't have to live in fear. You don't have to live in worry. You can rise out of it. Glory be to God. And you can begin to shine. Hallelujah. And it comes by Christ. The anointing of the Holy Spirit. Christ will give you light. Hallelujah. Let me hear someone shout this morning. I receive the light that Christ gives me to rise and shine out of darkness. Say it again. I receive the light that the Holy Ghost gives me to shine. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's what you need to do. And what I want to share with us briefly this morning is a mystery. Somebody say a mystery. Paul will write in his epistles, behold, I show you a mystery. I show you a mystery. What does it mean by a mystery? Something that has been hidden, but is no longer hidden. It used to be hidden. Many people didn't know it or couldn't know it and definitely did not walk in it. But God has now done something since Jesus came and since the Holy Spirit came that these things that were hidden before do not have to be hidden any longer. First Corinthians chapter 2. I'm going to walk you through the scriptures again this morning. First Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 6 again. And a good number of us should be familiar with these things. For both of us that are not familiar, please listen attentively and pay attention. However, we speak the wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. Verse 7, we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The hidden wisdom. So it was hidden before. And that's why it was a mystery. Mystery in the sense that we couldn't know it. But now, God has done something for us. We can now know it. And everyone, can I hear somebody shout, everyone includes me, can now walk in it. The hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. Hallelujah. So the, the mysteries we are unveiling, Paul is writing here. And look at it, he said, which God ordained for the, um, before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew, referring to the devil and his cohorts 
and the principalities through which he governs the world, which none of the rulers of this age knew, for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Hallelujah. So the crucifixion of Christ, the death of Jesus Christ, and the chain reaction that followed after it. You see, that Christ dying on the cross for us, it introduced a shock into this world system, into the earth, and into the human experience. And that shock started a series of chain reactions, including the coming of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, and the place where the Holy Ghost can now walk on the lives of men, walk in the lives of men, and walk through the lives of men that begins to unveil mysteries. Things we did not know or could not know before. But thank God, now we can know. And more importantly, now we can walk in them. And what will these things do? They will cause us to walk in the glory that God ordained for us to walk in from the beginning of the world. Hallelujah. Which God ordained before the ages for our glory. And said that the devil and his agents known that this would happen if Christ is crucified and the chain reactions that that shock will bring to the earth and to the lives of sons of men. If that shock reaction would happen if we crucify Christ, they would not have crucified him. It became a loss for them. And that means it's a profit for you. Can I hear a loud Amen. Praise God. So I want to show you a mystery. A mystery that will help you to walk in your next levels. I've gotten go ahead from God that we're going to continue with this teaching series. Still, he tells us to stop. So we're continuing with series of teachings about next level living. Somebody shout next level living. Until everyone in the church begins to manifest next levels. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? You can live a better life. Hallelujah. You can live a happier life. Praise God. You can live a more enjoyable life. A more productive life. A more fruitful life. A life that fulfills the purpose of God for you. In every aspect, you can rise from where you are and go into new territories, new opportunities, new dimensions. And that's what God wants for you. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. Glory, glory be to God. And if you've been following our teachings, we've really been talking about how you can do that. There are many practical things that you can do. Natural, you can write down goals, write down steps you need to take, action steps you need to follow on. And we've exhorted on different levels or different lines along um, those steps. I am particularly focusing on many spiritual things that we all should get involved in that will make whatever natural steps we take meaningful at the end of the day. And the first thing, and I believe the most important thing, is for you to embrace the Holy Spirit closer 
and more than ever before in this season of your life. Very, very important truth. You need to live by the Spirit more than you've ever lived by before. More than you've ever lived before. We said the Holy Ghost is your catalyst, your primary catalyst for your next levels. Hallelujah. In other words, he's the one that will lead you into your next levels, guide you into your next levels, help you into your next levels from where you are. So the more you have him operating in your life and give him that permission and that reign to have his place in your life, the better prepared you will be to come into that next level. Let me hear you shout a loud amen. amen. And every other thing we said you need to do, um, embracing a heavenly agenda, finding your place in what God is doing on the face of the earth, renewing your mind, walking in newness of life. Um, last Wednesday I was talking about you being strengthened. By the spirit in your inner man. Every other thing we teach, you will find out that we're always going back to the Holy Ghost. What I'm going to tell you again today, you're going to go back to the Holy Ghost. He is the one that God has given to help us in this, our journey on this side of eternity. Hallelujah. So the more we know how to walk with him and live in him and move in him. Scripture says in him we live and move and have our being. The more we know how to do that, the better we are equipped and positioned to experience next levels. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. All right. This is the mystery I want to share with us this morning. One of the things that will help us, please hear me and hear me very well. It's going to be very simple, like all the things I've been sharing with us. And that's by design. That's how God wants it. So that the least of us, the weakest of us, the smallest of us can walk in it. Hallelujah. Um, First Corinthians chapter 1. The Holy Ghost keeps telling me to go back to some of these scriptures. First Corinthians chapter 1. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 26. This was on my heart, and God just brought it back to me again. 1 Corinthians 1 and 26. For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. God is interested in the least among us, the smallest among us. Verse 27. God has chosen the foolish things of this world, to put to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of, this, of the world to put to shame the things that are mighty, and the base things of the world, and the things which are despised, God has chosen, and the things which are not, to bring to nothing the things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. Hallelujah. God has designed it in such a way that the smallest among us can become a thousand. You can multiply to become a thousand. And the, the, the youngest or the weakest among us can become a strong nation. The least among us can become a thousand. The smallest can become a strong nation. Lowest common denominator. 
And he designed it that way that even those of us that may not be the smallest or the weakest or the most foolish or not noble, that means you even have multiple opportunities to excel. Everyone in this place can experience the promotion that Christ has made available for us. Let me hear you shout a loud amen. amen. But you need to cooperate with the program. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory, glory, glory be to God. Lift your hands where you are and say, Holy Spirit. Please, everybody, lift your hands. You see, simple, simple things, simple, simple prayers that will make a difference. Lift those hands. Say, Holy Spirit, speak to my heart right now. Let me hear your voice in a way that only you can speak to me. I give you the praise in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So, the whole concept of today's service, please hear me and hear me very well, is for us to experience a shock from God, from the Spirit of God, that will quicken whatever needs to be quickened in our lives. That's the concept of this shock therapy. Like the analogy I gave about the person that has died on a hospital bed and the doctors introduced the electricity to quicken his heart. Or the vibration that I said is happening on this stage through this equipment. When you feel that effect of that shock in your system, it wakes something up inside of you. And what we are trusting God to do is to wake something up in your spirit. Something deep in you, in one area of your life that will transform your current experience and bring you to a next phase. Hallelujah. And that is available, that is possible in scriptures. And the mystery I want you to get this morning is that this shock, let's call it shock therapy in, the, in line of the thing we are talking about, that the spirit of God can bring into our life. It is carried, please hear me and hear me very well. It is carried through sounds. I'm showing you a mystery. It is carried through what? Sounds. When certain sounds are being made in the spirit, whatever shock or therapy that is needed to wake things up again and turn things around and breathe new life, breathe new levels, bring promotion, bring increase because of the, sh the, 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 the shock or the waves that these sounds are carrying. Once it comes upon whatever it comes upon, it can shock that thing and bring life out of it. Awake you that sleep. Arise from the dead. Christ will give you light. Christ can bring light into your dead affairs, your dead situation, through the sound that he introduces into your life. Hallelujah. We see this all through scriptures. Genesis chapter 1. The Bible says darkness was on the face of the earth and everywhere was dark. 
um, God created the heavens and the earth, and the whole earth was dark and void. And then the Bible said the Spirit of the Lord hovered upon the waters, and then God said. Somebody say God said. God spoke. Hallelujah. Now, many times when we teach from Genesis 1 and other parts of scriptures, we emphasize the word that is spoken, and that is true. Nothing wrong with that. And the word that God speaks or the words of God are powerful. And it is those words that God spoke. Please hear me and hear me very well this morning. I want to come down to everybody's level. Those words that God spoke was what brought the change that the earth needed at that time. But what I want you to understand is those words were carried with a sound. God was making a sound as he spoke. And that sound carried the words of God. And it came into the earth and took out darkness, created the trees, created the land, created the sea, created the animals, created everything until it created man. And God committed the whole earth to man. I love the way John chapter 1 summarizes that whole episode. Look at John chapter 1. Let's read it again this morning. And beyond words, I want you to see sound this morning. Please hear me very well. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. It was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life, referring to the word of God. And that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness. Hallelujah. And the darkness did not comprehend it. As God began to speak into the dark world, make sounds with his words. Somebody shout, make sounds. Hallelujah. With his word. What he spoke started bringing life, started recreating. In him was life. The word or the sounds that God spoke, it carried life. And that life was the light of men. Hallelujah. The light shines in the dark and the darkness does not comprehend it. So if you and I today can somewhat speak the words of God and make sounds like God did in the beginning, we can introduce whatever shock we need to introduce into wherever of our lives we need to introduce it and begin to bring life out of death, light out of darkness, creativity out of destruction and begin to turn things around for our good. If I'm making sense to you, shout a loud amen. amen. If it's confusing, shout oh no. All right. Somebody is paying attention. Praise God. Go with me to Romans chapter 10. Remember I started the service by saying, quoting verse 13, whoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. When you call, you are making a sound. Somebody shout sound. Hmm. Shout sound. 
I want you to hear what God is telling you this morning. You are too quiet. You are too quiet. There's a sound you ought to be making that will bring waves and shocks and therapy into your life. Praise God. So whether it's that you are speaking his word or you are calling his name, the important thing is to be making a sound through your mouth. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Romans 10. Let's start from verse 6. Glory, glory be to God. I want to be done in the next few minutes. Please listen to this very carefully. But the righteousness of faith speaks this way. Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven. That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who will descend into the abyss. That is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you. Hallelujah. It is in your mouth. And it is in your heart. Somebody say the word is near me. Come on, say it like you hear what I'm saying this morning. Say, the word is near me. Now, I know Apostle Paul was not teaching about next levels here. He was teaching about right standing with God by faith. But the principle that he taught is what I want to share with you. If you will apply these principles with the light and direction God has given us this morning, it will bring whatever therapy needs to be brought into your system. We all have different needs. And we all need to be ministered to in different ways. But if we can follow the principle God is teaching us here, that every one of us that is his child and is ready to surrender to him and allow him have his way in our lives, is telling you that the word that will bring salvation, that will bring healing, that will usher you to your next levels, and I'm asking you this morning through Revelation to go beyond just words. So it's not like, ah, am I to say by stripes I'm healed? Or am I to say the grace of God abounds to us? Mm, don't worry about the sentence you need to make. That's not the main thing you need to start from. Don't worry about the scripture you need to construct. Or the sentence you need to construct. Or the paragraph you need to recite. Or the confession you need to put together. Mm. When he's telling you that the word is in your heart, I'm, I want you to see the sound. Because it's those sounds that carry the words. Don't worry about the words. You just make the sound. That sound carries the vibration that will be shaking things and be ministering the therapy you need. Hallelujah. That will now quicken whatever needs to be quickened. And once you start making the sound and that the sound carries the word, eventually you will know the sentence you need to say. You will know the paragraph you need to construct. You will know where you need to go. Hallelujah. You will know, you will know every other thing. Glory be to God. But it starts with a sound. Hallelujah. And God says that sound is already in your heart. And it's in your mouth. In other words... And as it says further down here, if you will believe it, there's a sound God has put inside of me. I may not know it, 
but I believe because God said so. And that sound is in my heart. And that sound is in, is in my mouth. And if I will open my mouth, glory be to God, and start making that sound, and I connect it to what God has put in my heart. In other words, I'm not just talking for talking's sake. I'm talking in faith. I'm talking in my heart. But I'm releasing a sound. Hallelujah. That sound will carry the vibration of heaven. To carry the vibration of heaven that I need. And just like God recreated his world in Genesis chapter 1, I can recreate my own world. Praise God. Are you still here? Help me elbow your neighbor. Say, I hear what pastor is saying this morning. Glory be to God. What does it say? Verse 8. The word is near you. Your next level is near you. Your promotion is near you. Somebody here this morning, I'm telling you, your breakthrough is near you. Your healing is near you. Whatever miracle you are looking for, it's not far from you. It's in your mouth and it's in your heart. Ah, Pastor, I don't know it. Make a sound. It's in a sound that your heart carries that you can pronounce through your mouth. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. The word is near you. In your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. So Paul said, the, the words of faith that I preached, all these messages I'm preaching to you, all this, he's telling us how we got it. It came out of my heart and it came through my mouth. As I made sounds, and I'm telling you, let me get a bit of my head, I made those sounds by the Spirit. That's how I decoded the mysteries. And your own sound too is in your heart and in your mouth by the Spirit. Saying the, the word of faith that we are preaching it came out of our hearts by the help of the Holy Ghost and out of our mouth. Glory be to God. And he now brought it down to the place of us getting saved. Verse 9 says, if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, this decoding the sounds that he had made, you will be saved. For with the heart... Man believes unto righteousness. With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Verse 11. Please follow me, follow me. I want you to see this with your eyes and hear it again. For the scripture says, whosoever believes in his heart will not be put to shame. There is no distinction between Jew and Greek, male and female, Niger, American. Mm -mm. All those things do doesn't matter. For the Lord hallelujah is the same Lord over all this thing covers everybody glory be to God from the weakest to the strongest from the smallest to the greatest from the most ignorant to the most knowledgeable the Lord is what rich to all who call upon his name for whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved whoever will make this sound 
Hallelujah. Let me close. Please watch me this morning. And I want you to get this. Remember in the book of Acts, please. Acts chapter 2. God had told them to go and wait in chapter 1. He told them, wait in the upper room. Wait for the Holy Ghost to come. When the Holy Ghost comes, the power of God will come upon you. You will be able to be my witnesses in Judea, Samaria, and the other most parts of the earth. And in Acts chapter 2, the Bible said the Holy Ghost came upon them. And what did the Holy Ghost do when he came upon them? It made them begin to make what? Sounds. They began to speak in other tongues. And it was so interesting in that particular incident in the book of Acts that they were speaking. The Bible said that it was Pentecost. So Israelites from different parts of the world and other converts that had been, people that had been converted to Judaism had come from all over the world. It's like um, probably the most popular example we can have today is when Muslims go to Mecca. You know, they come from all over the world. Are you with me? The people from different parts. And then these apostles came and said, speaking Yoruba, speaking Chinese. And people from different parts of the world heard them speaking, the Bible told us, magnifying God in their local languages. The apostles didn't know what they were doing. They were what? Making a sound by the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues by the Holy Ghost. But as they made that sound or those sounds, those sounds carried words, actual sentences in Yoruba, in English, for the proselytes and people that came from UK, in German, in French, and everybody was shocked. <laughs> Praise God. The sounds that these apostles were making by the Holy Spirit which was tongues to them, made meaning to everybody that gathered. And they were, of course, it disrupted everything that was going on. Ah, people are saying these people are drunk and all that kind of thing. And everybody, then Peter stood up and he preached to them, now in Jewish tongue. Praise God. And of course, we know the story, 3,000 people got saved and the church just kept going from one level to another level to another level. But it started with, Hallelujah. Making what? Sounds by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Let me close. All you need to do, praise God. And we're going to display this for the next few minutes as we close this morning. All you need to do is to trust God enough. Can I hear somebody say, I believe God? To open your mouth. Hallelujah. And begin to make sounds by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Begin to make sounds. In those sounds you are making, those words you are speaking, you don't have to understand it. Don't worry about that one. Hallelujah. Something is being released into your system. Praise God. And into the different aspects of your life that can actually create a shock. Hallelujah. And bring therapy, bring healing. Bring wisdom, bring direction. It will not only affect your own life, it can affect the lives of other people around. Hallelujah. Whoever, and look, the person does not even need to be in your vicinity. Ha, hear me and hear me very well. Those apostles spoke, people that were around them heard what they were saying. They had them in their own dialect and they came. And then Peter came and preached to them 
and thousands of them got saved. The bottom line is the sounds they were making by the Holy Spirit was able to affect those people. And it affected the apostles as well. They had been hiding in that upper room for days and days. Peter was afraid. They were intimidated. But those sounds they made brought boldness, brought strength. Glory be to God. Created a sermon that Peter could preach that could affect lives of thousands of people. That gave their lives to Christ in just one day. Made a difference in Peter's own life and the lives of other people. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, church, you can change your level and change your life. This season, glory be to God. If you will open your mouth and speak and speak and speak. Praise God. One more text, I will close. I'm going to continue with this next Sunday. Put up Joshua 1.8 for me. Hallelujah. Somebody ready to make a sound this morning? I can't hear you. Are you ready to make a sound? Joshua 1.8. Please put it up on the wall for me. I want us to read it together. And we're all familiar with this. Every time, and I wish I had the time, maybe as we go on, I will show you every time God wanted to shock a system, create something new. He would always give instructions to people to open their mouth and make sounds. Hallelujah. In the days of Joshua, this is what God told him. Joshua just took over from Moses. This book of the law shall not depart from where? So you know the instruction God gave Joshua. Please watch this record. God said, take the five books that Moses wrote, the first five books of the Bible. Begin to say them. Begin to speak it. Watch. The mystery is that really what God was telling Joshua to do is to make a sound with his mouth. You should not depart from your mouth. He wasn't just saying that I read Genesis 1, read Genesis 2, read Genesis. Mm -mm, that's not really what is happening here. He says, make sound with your mouth, read what is written by Moses, but you shall meditate on it day and night, not just speak, be thinking about what you are saying. That means your heart should be involved. That you may observe to do according to what is written in it. For then, hallelujah, this is what happens when you make the right sounds from your heart. What will happen? You will make your way what? Is somebody ready to make their way prosperous this season? And you will have what? Somebody ready for good success this season? Glory be to God. Now, watch this verse. How do I apply it in 2022? Am I supposed to carry the first five books of the law like Moses? No. First and foremost, you and I are not under the law of Moses any longer. We are not under the old covenant any longer. Praise God. What has God used to replace the law in our day? Now, of course, one way we can interpret is that we can read the word of God. And that is good. Nothing wrong with that. But more importantly, God used the spirit. Hallelujah. To replace the law of Moses under the new covenant. He gave them, watch this, watch this. He gave them the Ten Commandments and the law of Moses under the old covenant, he gave us the Holy Spirit at the day of Pentecost. Praise God. So when the apostles in the New Testament started speaking by the Spirit, please watch this, watch this very carefully. Speaking when the Holy Ghost came upon them in Acts chapter 2 and speaking, they were really practicing Joshua 1.8. Hallelujah. 
Joshua was supposed to speak, meditate on what he's speaking, put his heart into it, hear what he's speaking. He said, you say it until you know what to do. Observe to do what he's telling you. Joshua was speaking by what God gave Moses. Peter and Co. were speaking by what the Holy, the Holy Ghost came upon them. Praise God. They were just speaking by what the Holy Ghost came upon And what happened? They made their way what? Prosperous. And they had what? Good success. Hallelujah. Somebody tell me, let me tell your neighbor, make a sound. Open your mouth. Now, if we were in the days of Moses, or in the days of Joshua, we say, let's speak from the scriptures. Today, God has made it easier for us. What we just need to do now is speak by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Speak by the Spirit. Make a sound. Hallelujah. From your heart. Are you ready this morning? We have just limited time, but we're going to do it this morning. Rise up on your feet. I want everybody here, everybody here, listen to me. I want you to open your mouth in faith. If you have already spoken in tongues before and you are filled with the Holy Ghost, you know how to speak in tongues, it shouldn't be a problem for you. But put your heart into it, hallelujah. Let it come from your heart. Somebody lay your hands on your belly. Lay your hands on your heart like this. Just tap your belly like I'm doing. Say, out of my belly shall flow rivers of life. I'm going to make a sound this morning. I can't hear you say, I'm going to make a sound this morning. I'm going to speak by the Spirit. And the words that come out of my mouth, they will make my way prosperous. And I will have good success. As I step into August, it will be good success and prosperity on a whole new level for me. I'm going to make a sound by the help of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 00640.